Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. I know, Nate, I said it weird this time. Don't look at me like that. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan, in which I talk about, you can find me on all social media, no clutch, Nate. That joke, it didn't work there. It didn't work there. Uh, today, we're talking about minute number 50-5-0 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, and today we're going to be talking all about the dark side mural not all about but most of this minute is most of that mural beginning to end there's it's weird because it it starts that way and it's going to keep on going through it um it is longer than one minute of detail that we have to talk about today uh and they um started doing a lot of notes for this one and then the more i started doing notes for it the more i decided uh we just need to start talking about it we Mm -hmm. need to talk through it because there's a lot to go through uh the internet has already spent, uh, you know, when did this movie come out? This movie actually came out two months. We're in Ju- yeah, like not that long ago, and it feels like it's, and it feels like it's been forever. I think that's a Disney song. I don't know, first time in forever. That's a song. Um, I think it's a Frozen song. Anyways, I'm losing track here. Um, the internet has had a lot of time to start breaking down this movie, and this is one of those things where it's like. This is a behemoth of a, of a thing to analyze. I don't know if we'll have everything covered in. I don't know if everyone has all the answers. Um, but the internet has been a great help in uh, kind of uncovering most of this stuff, forming hypothesis. Uh, we saw an image of some of these things a long time ago before the Snyder Cut was even announced that it would become a real thing. Um, but there's still plenty of ancient Greek text that is on the walls here. Um, so we'll have to get right into it. But Nate, before we start going into like the little minute things, uh, what's your, what's your snap take about just this whole scene? Snap take about the whole scene is, uh, why is there a shrine for it? Um, but then that's, uh, very quickly backed up with, well, it's telling the tale of the war that was happening. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want to do it memorial, if you want to do it just, uh, Hey, this is story time. This is what we do. This is the information. This is the culture. I'm all for it. Um, I love this room. I think it's great. This whole ancient tomb scene was just so awesome. And when we got teased this uh, at D- DC Dome or whatever it was, DC where, Fandom, Fandom, where it got where it got teased, I think is where it was, um, or just around that time. Um, it was heavy. I mean, I remember getting a screen cap of the illustration of dark side on the wall and sending it to uh our friend matt and be like it this is real man like look it's dark side and it was before we had uh you know images of dark side or even finished dark side or anything like that and even before you know when it was just dark side yeah, ray parter ray porter had a part and then that was it you know i got mm-hmm. to send the picture to him and be like look this is this is awesome this just came out this morning look at it this is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awesome. This whole room is is cool, and the the shock on Diana's face uh, really tells me something, uh, particularly in just like in her past and and just the you know the story times or 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 the tales that Hippolyta chose to tell young Diana. Um, obviously, Ooh. I would assume that she have she would have known of this war and of the thing. Um, but 
you know, I don't know. I don't know if she even knew of any of it uh, before setting foot into this temple. I don't know. It's 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 that's one of the. Uh, for me, it's overwhelming. Um, the I mean, just going on on a cinematic level, the set design, this room that Gal Gadot steps into, this is, you know, as real as it can feel. Like this. This is something, and like this is what shocks me about you know the other version of the movie where stuff like this gets cut out, is this is a f- magnificent, this is a fantastic set. This is claustrophobic. This feels real. This feels like you know I, I this is something I wish could be at a comic book convention, a comic con, you know, mega con, whatever you you know. Just the Seinfeld uh, apartment. You want the dark side tomb. I want to walk into this. Mm-hmm. I want this to be real. I want to be in this room, take photos, look at all the artwork on it. I want this to be an exhibit experience. This is a magnificent piece of work. This is like set designers. Like this is stuff that I they should be very proud of creating. Yeah. Because it, when you get close-up shots like this where we look at close details of the mural, you can see uh you know the the worn paint uh kind of like gold leaf wallpaper looking kind of like um all these little details of of layering of different uh materials on the wall to create this it's not just painted with like you know just acrylic paint like yeah there's so much little different details it, it so looks so painfully planned out like all the different shades of coloring all the different textures there's something magnificent about this all the mosaic tiling it's magnificent overwhelming yeah. it's it's this is something this is art even though it's fictional it's art. It's it's incredible. And so seeing all this, uh, this is what, again, reminds me of like you go to, you know, something like Poseidon's Fury or the Museum of Antiquities for the Mummy Ride. And, and you see stuff like this where they try to emulate these things for uh, theme parks. And, and it's like knowing having that kind of tangibility to be like, yes, I know what that looks like. And to see it here in a movie and be like, as far as set design goes, this is um, this is incredible work. This deserves accolades. This deserves recognition. Um, this definitely does not to be cut out of the film. And if anything, I, if I were to you know re-edit that film down, I probably would have just not had the other version of the Age of Heroes story with Steppenwolf. I would have just had this and just kind of inferred about Darkseid and just have this moment instead and cut out. No, nah, Stephen, that's too smart. Then you don't even then then you're not getting spoon fed. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. Then they they'd be like, well, "What was that mural?" It's like, well, I mean, it was only two minutes versus you know ten minutes of talking about Steppenwolf. Um, it, there's so much cool stuff going on here, um, and there seems like a lot more than even her story was was you know when she does tell Batman ab- about the Age of Heroes there seems like there's stuff in these murals that she doesn't even touch upon. Um, one of the big things that I saw some people speculating are these black circles in the sky. 
um, above the war that's happening here. And so you have these ships, uh, which are like Atlantean ships, and um, there's these black circles in the sky. And I think we tend to think of that as boom tubes, like that's where the parademons come from um, as they come out of the sky. But they were coming from ships, so I don't know if those... Uh, boom tubes are how the ships were coming through. I think uh, those. I mean, I I'm, I would assume that those are just the boom tubes in, itself. Um, ex- yeah. I mean, um, maybe the ships the, got there that way, but uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe a, those are the ships. Maybe they didn't have boom tube technology at that at that point because you know they didn't boom tube out of there. They didn't boom tube away. They they use the armada. This might be something that fascinates you because I know of your love for ancient aliens. But there is another theory about those black circles in the sky because they are above the tribes of men. They have these red X's on them. Uh, so if they're not boom tubes, they also... they Well, they could... They look like the Martian Manhunter red X, and like his symbol. Yeah, okay. Or they the look like his... Um, yeah, but they wouldn't be in the sky, would they? Um, shit, man, if the crusades took to the skies, we'd all be screwed. <laughs> I tell you. So it's like this man. idea of like, well, if, if Green Lanterns were involved and they were aliens, like what if, you know, the Martians were also helping at this time? What if the, if, what if ancient aliens were helping support during this time? Uh, I like that theory as well. It's probably that they're boom tubes. Um, but the idea that the uh, Martians were probably also involved at the Age of Heroes, that's a really cool idea. I really like that that notion, especially if those circles with the red X's, they do kind of mimic the Martian Manhunter logo. So it's stuff like that I really like to get into. Hmm. Um, and this is one of the great things about this universe, this this movie, this podcast that we do, where we get to just geek out about these little nerd things. Um, looking at these photographs, like the, uh, man, this was filmed back in 2016 in August. August 13th, 2016 is I think when those are spaceships. Yeah, right. They, I think those are spaceships. I think those are dark. Those are dark sides. I think that's dark sides armada. I think, they, or maybe they, it's like something wild where it's like I don't know the 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 phases of the eclipse that was happening that day or some shit. Yeah. Nate, the, the alien ex- expert here. Um, there was, uh, you know, I started to try to translate these. I have uh, better translations from other people on the internet I'll get to. I didn't see a translation for this one. This one I actually tried to translate myself. Um, it looks like it translates to the three. Um, this is about 23 seconds into this minute where um, you see... Um, the Amazons on horseback as they ride into battle to meet up with the Atlanteans. Um, and it says the three, and then from my translation, it says of the movie Metal Tins, which I don't know if that's, if it's just saying the three mother boxes, um, and maybe it's roughly translating to like the three moving metal boxes, and that's how they were um, describing them. Um, but that's my best guess is, is that translates to about the mother boxes. Um, there's another one where it shows a parademon coming from a portal. Um, this is where it would say like parademons flying down through the ether, meaning that 
Um, it's talking about the boom tubes and how the parademons travel, and it even spells out parademons. So it is in the history that they called them parademons. Um, and then this one further on, uh, this one translates to um, the ether flying down, and with a loud roaring clash of iron and blood and horses, they have pushed back the conspiracy of the invaders. Now this explains how the tribes of men and... Um, the Atlanteans and the Amazons came together, and despite all the parademons, they were able to fight back, um, you know, Darkseid's armada here. And then this one is incredibly uh, specific, but this one talks about uh, how great it was that Zeus was there to help win the battle. And so it says, The high thundering Zeus commanded, ordered, urged his son Ares to severely, terribly punish and slay slash kill Darkseid the invading being. Um, therefore, because of what happened to Darkseid, as a result, for his own sake, he survived, being only scorched but defeated in battle. He fled to the stars in a hurry, but the ruling soldiers left behind the three boxes. Therefore, one box each was distributed among the three generations so that they can watch over, defend them, even if Darkseid ever invaded again. Like, <laughs> it's just incredible stuff shout out to unity uh i think his name is also steve in real life um you can find him on all social media or just twitter at unity 451 415 unity underscore 514 um yeah thank you for translating all that stuff fantastic work so this uh, room essentially is pretty much what wonder woman tells bruce uh just you know a little bit more detailed because because you can because she got the pictures yeah this is like this is uh this has to be, have been one of those things where Zack snyder just like went crazy whoever he was with planning all this stuff writing all these things out it's yeah and then they were like we have to put this on a mural we have to do we have to make this whole big thing uh Oh my god, it's so fascinating. I love this one shot with the parademons and it's like a close-up detail of it. Yeah, it's got like the, the circle around it where it's just like a magnifying glass zoomed in. It's like, yeah, this is what they look like. Uh it's yeah. like what are they uh like like figure one picture kind of kind of thing. What is that called? I like this one where it has like the Desaad type people and then the parademon right here. And it's so scary looking. Like this looks like um something you would see in um, like an area like Arya Star, uh, Arya Aster, uh, film like Hereditary or Midsommar. Like you see these type of little symbols, and you're like, okay, that looks haunted. Like mm-hmm. that looks scary. Like I feel like I'm endangering my life by even reading this stuff. Uh, and to see a pear demon like in that silhouette, be like, okay, that's that's more terrifying than actually seeing the pear demons. It's because like, it looks like a human. Yeah, it looks like a demon. It looks like a demon that might show up like in the middle of the night and like take me away and like as a child and like you have like these fire pits etched in there um, and then right behind it is like what seems like a giant alligator. Yeah, there's a giant beast there. Yeah, which we've never seen. We never saw a giant beast in any of this stuff. So are those, is that that just an earth crocodile? Is that a parademon? Is that a paracrocodile? I don't know what's going on. Paracrocodiles. They got parachutes on the crocodiles. They put them in behind enemy lines. They try to get Owen Wilson back. 
a crocodemon. A parad- Croc- an apocalyptic crocodile. That okay. sounds like it would be a, a an action figure that you would have gotten as a child from from the Justice League uh, toy line. Apocalyptic okay. crocodile. Yeah. yeah, could be, could be. Uh, what about like uh the like the next like Resident Evil game goes to like the Bayou? Yeah, no thanks. Absolutely not. I don't want. Yeah, that. no, no, no zombie alligators for me. I can't do it. I go to Rainforest Cafe and see the animatronic crocodile, and I freak out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, it's funny. Have, have you seen a real crocodile? Have you been in Gatorland? I've been. I've I've seen some real gators. I had a gator jump over me once, like Free Willy style. What? Uh, <laughs> like when I was kayaking once, and I never want to live that experience again. That's wild. Yeah, I turned around real quick. That gator breached. Yeah, because like the and I, I don't want to get too into it, but it did. It jumped way over us, and it was a big one. Um, I'll never forget that. That was wild. Gabe was there. I'll tell you about it. But um, no, yeah. And then I was at uh, Epcot the other day, and uh, there was a fake crocodile and living with the land. And I looked at that, and I was like, "Now nah, I'm good. It's too scary." There's a phobia for that. I forget what it's called, but there's a people can have a phobia for underwater animatronics uh jaws if you will yeah i mean that's like the only one (laughs) yeah that's the big one that's the big one and it really just comes from jaws yeah um hey that's not i mean that's my fear of sharks comes from that movie so yeah uh but this is terrifying this is scary stuff like this is on the same level as uh brightburn i would say like seeing you know the music being in a claustrophobic room like this, things, you know, if that torch were to go out, her only source of light, man, I'd be so terrified. Uh, absolutely scary. Um, there's more stuff to talk about in this mural uh, on Monday, but I Nate, I feel like I talked over you this entire minute. No, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible, just um, this whole room. It, there's so much... Um, I just think it looks it, it look it always looks awesome. I'm now feeling like I do want to walk through this exhibit. Um or get really good HD photo of every wall, you know? Like they someone mm-hmm. had to have taken photos of every single wall. Like let me see those so I can look at it and check it out. Cuz mm-hmm. that's that's where I'm at at the situation. Um but yeah, another I think one of the last notes that I wanted to to touch on was um where Diana goes to stand in this room is like this pedestal that it's that's raised up, you know, like three levels or whatever. And that really is it looks like you 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 bring someone up there as if it's like a young child or something and kneel down and like teach them and you go about the room in the 360 fashion of just reading the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um in that perfect vantage point to see everything and all that jazz. Um I th- yeah. I, th- I think that the placement of that stone is cool, just like in the center there. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, there's there's a whole hell of a lot more that we get to talk about, especially the biggest uh, the biggest reveal out of this room later on. But um, the big guy himself, the big guy himself. But yeah, this is an excellent room. Even the the ceiling itself. Has, oh, the ceiling is so. It cool. looks so. It honestly, it it's hard to believe that. <laughs> It's fake. <laughs> it's hard to believe that there's no rubble. It's, it hasn't been ransacked 
previously. I understand the door, the secret door, yeah. Um, and that shit stays pristine, you know? There's no... The, ca- the, the, the cave didn't collapse on in itself or anything like that. Um, it's just cool. It, it's, it's, it's a really cool moment. Uh, even, Supported even, by magic. Even probably. the ceiling. You think wow. it's magic? I don't know about magic. Um, yeah, maybe. It's magic preserving it. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, it probably. has to be able to tell people about it should it happen again. Like, wow. Wow. Absolutely. It's just breathtaking it's such a cool experience um this is this is this is why we we love these movies like because this stuff exists um yeah absolutely um tell us about what you think guys like join us on social media find us on facebook dc cinematic minute listener society tell us what you think about this minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on but really it's it's stuff like this that we love to talk about if there's anything that you guys have found on the internet that supplement um, anything that's in this room, please let us know. We'd love to learn about it. Um, we're not always here to um, uh, break first ground and, and, and be the first ones to tell anyone. We're never fighting for that. We're always just like fascinated by the stuff. So we want to learn about the stuff. We want to let others know about the crazy stuff that's in stuff uh, in the minutes that are, that are like these. So please let us know uh, all the cool stuff that you guys know. Uh, and we will catch you guys on Monday for minute number 51 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.